Hello, everybody. This is Ron Legrand, and um, welcome to our Q&A call for this month. I've got um, quite a few property information sheets here in front of me for us to discuss tonight, but they were only submitted by three folks. So if these three folks hear your name, you want to hit star zero right now to go ahead and get in the queue. And in fact, if you are a Gold Club member and you want to ask a question, or if you have a property information sheet that you did not submit, I can still take it orally if you hit star zero, and you will get to Madeline, our operator. Madeline will put you in the queue and let me know when you're next in line. If you are not a Gold Club member and you are listening to this call, then you can't get to Madeline, but you can uh, go in listen-only mode. If you're not a Gold Club member, you should go to ronsgoldclub.com and sign up so next month you can participate in these calls and also be enjoying the massive benefits that come along with the Gold Club membership. That's ronsgoldclub.com. Uh, members can participate and non-members can listen. It's only $59 a month to get in the Gold Club, and you'll see when you get to the site. Well, that's a really incredibly cheap price. All right, a few announcements. And, oh, before I go any further, if you hit star zero once now, you'll get to Madeline when she can get to you. Just hit, hit it once and hang on. If you hit star zero twice, you're going into Madeline and out of Madeline. So you'll have to hit star zero a third time to get back into the queue. Again, I'll take questions. And if your name is Mike Murray, Mike Murray, get in the queue. Alan Ballman, Alan Ballman, get in the queue. And Rebecca Negretti, Rebecca Negretti, get in the queue because I've got property information sheets here from you three and uh, until I hear your name, I'm not going to go over the sheets. A little update on where I'm going to be in the next month or so, if you want to take notes on this. I'm actually going to be with my friend Dave Dweck all day Saturday doing a one-day fast-track workshop in Boca Raton. And those are pretty incredible days now. We um, actually um, generate leads ahead of time. And, um, in fact, I'm doing a call on Thursday night to help you understand how to generate leads and give you the sheet to do it from. If you happen to live in the South Florida area, uh, you'll probably want to join me for that day. It's only $69 to get in, and it's an incredible day. In fact, we're giving away $5,000 worth of prizes. And uh, join us. Just contact uh, my office and ask for the information on it, and we'll send you a link to my, uh, my travel agent. She can pick you up fix you up. Now, uh, on the 8th, we're flying to Seattle, I'm sorry, to Ketchikan from Seattle, and uh, we'll be spending three days there fishing at the resort that I used to own called Salmon Falls Lodge, if you want to look it up on the internet, salmonfallslodge.com, and it's a beautiful place, and we'll fish there for three days, and then we'll fly back home on the following day. So you are invited to any of that if you want to join us. Um, Contact my office, and we'll get the information on both of those items. I'm also forming a Platinum Protégé group next year. In fact, um, we're going to meet the first time in March here in Jacksonville. And that's a group for folks who want to get to the next level quickly, working with me and a group of your peers from different cities throughout the country. That includes three two-day meetings where you'll fly to Jacksonville, and we'll work on your individual plan as well as um, your mastermind, this is a mastermind group, and 
we work on growing you together with a target of a minimum of $250,000 this year in cash coming into your bank account from buying and selling houses. I uh, am at all of those events. Scott will be at those events. And um, again, we only take one per city because we don't want you competing with each other. That's called the PPG Group or the Platinum Protege Group. If you will contact my office, you can contact Tish at LeGrandProjects.com. Tish at LeGrandProjects.com, and she'll send you the information on the PPG Group. That will be filled pretty shortly. Our first event is in March. If you go club, well, in fact, if you're listening to this, that means that you had a chance to see the Friday online um, inbox newsletter that we sent out. And in case you didn't catch it, I did a 12-minute seminar on what is a real estate dealer. You might want to bounce back there and pull that up and uh, watch it because I get that question so much. In fact, we had it last week, and um, I didn't exactly care for Scott's answer, so I, it prompted me to go ahead and do this video to uh, really dig into that subject a little deeper. tells you the difference between an investor and a dealer and the downside of ever being called a real estate dealer. So you might want to go back and, and pop that up and listen to it. All right, uh, Madeline, um, who you got in the queue here first? Okay, our first one for today will be coming from Rebecca. Rebecca, please go ahead. Oh, Rebecca, I got several leads on you, don't I, girl? You've been busy. Hi, Ron. Where you live? Uh, Manassas, Virginia. Okay, you're in Virginia. All right, Rebecca, let's start. Um, I'm going to give you the addresses, and then um, you can find the right appropriate sheet. Let me see. The first one is on, um, uh, what is that? Gee, I can't even read it. It's, what is that? Periwill? Periwill. Periwill, yeah. Okay. Now, guys, y'all listening to this, you might want to go ahead and whip out a pencil and paper so you can write down these numbers because it's probably going to be a little difficult for you to follow along with this if you don't write them down since you don't have the sheet in front of you that I'm looking at. Rebecca's got a pretty high-priced house here. The um, asking price on this house is $1,249,000. The seller thinks it's worth $1,249,000. And they owe a million seventy-five, so they got a million seventy-five loan, and they want a million and a quarter for it. And Rebecca, uh, the way I read this, you think it's worth just about what they're asking for it, don't you? Uh, my realtor uh, said it's in the one point two range. So. Okay, well that's yeah, what they're asking. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, you got a mortgage balance of a million seventy-five with a fifty-eight hundred dollar a month payment which is to be expected for PITI on a million-dollar mm -hmm. house. The seller has said, yes, they will lease purchase, if I'm reading this correct. Yes. And they have an 8,000-square-foot house, five-bedroom, five-and-a-half bath, and it's vacant, which is good. Yes. Okay. Did you talk to the seller yourself? No. So I, I can see you use one of our VAs for, to get you the leads by looking at the form. Yes but you haven't made the call to your seller? No. All right. Why haven't you? Ooh, uh, I guess I'm a thinker brain. I, I can't get myself to pull the trigger. All right. Well, how are we going to fix that? Hopefully you can give me some advice and I act on it. <laughs> 
Well, you're sitting on a deal here right now that probably make you $50,000, so now would be a good time to get that fixed. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Your goal here is to lease option this house, and I'd give them every dime they're asking for if I couldn't get them down, which is a million two forty nine, because if that price don't make any difference, especially in this price range. And um, but this is an axe deal, because I doubt you want to shell out fifty eight hundred dollar payments out of your pocket. Am I correct? No way. So this is strictly an axe deal. Your conversation with the seller is: I will lease option your property. I will go into the marketplace and into my buyer's list, and I'll find out what I think what the market will do, and I'll bring a potential uh, candidate back to you, and you will approve them when we put them in the house. I will get whatever I can take from them, and in this particular case, your seller is likely not going to lease it out with no money, so you can just tell them. I'll just tell them point blank. I'll go out and see what I can find, and whatever we can get the market to pay, you and I will split it on that down payment. That's how I would handle it. Now, are you going to be able to handle that by yourself? Because honestly, if you're not, your really only choice, Rebecca, is to get a mentor to work with you one-on-one -on -one to help you guide you through that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do you do you have you been uh, schooled on uh, all about the mentors and what they do and all of that? Yes. Okay. Is that a possibility for you? Not at this time. Well, that leaves you one choice, doesn't it? Well, two. Yeah. Get on the phone and get through your nervous attack and make this call or do nothing. Yep. And if you're going to do nothing, there's really no reason in generating these leads, is there? So my, my question is, with the axe deal, you say to give them, if they won't go any lower, to give them what they're asking. Why do you care? Okay. You're going to assign the contract and get a check and get out of it anyway. What do you care? Okay, so I'm just assigning for the 1.2 and then getting whatever assignment fee? Yes. That's what X is about, Rebecca. Yeah. This is not one you're going to want to sandwich because you got a $5,800 a month payment on it. Yeah. Now, of course, I wouldn't be scared with that because that's what anybody's going to have on a million-dollar house, even if they go to the bank and finance it, mm -hmm. when it includes taxes and insurance. So that payment is not unreasonable, even though it mm -hmm. may be way out of your personal realm. Anybody buying a million-dollar, a million-and-a-quarter house expects to pay that. Mm-hmm. Now, what if I could get them down significantly? Would I want to stay in it? No, because you still have a $5,800 payment. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of my question on that We're one. worried about getting them down. Give them exactly what they asked. Just make sure they know you're going to bring someone in for them to approve, and you're going to split whatever you can get out of them on the deposit. Mm -hmm. Not hard to explain. Go back to my act script and just read it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to your second deal. It's on um, <coughs> Blake. Uh-huh. It's got a $550,000 loan balance. The seller's asking 775 but the seller thinks it's worth 850 You think it's worth less. You it's probably it's in the mid-600s. Um. Well, I'm probably going to dispute your comps. Okay. If I got a seller that thinks it's worth 850 and I got a loan balance of 550 in those price ranges, they had to put 20% down just to get financed. I think you probably need to do a little bit more homework on those comps. Well, my realtor is the one that told me it's in the mid 600s. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, yeah. I've got no reason to doubt 
Well, I got one right up here that says Trulia's estimate is 766. So I'm reading it right off your sheet. Oh, that's the Zillow's estimate, and the Trulia was 683. So, but I do have one at 766. So, does that merit doubt in your realtor's comps? I, think I have questions being, about him anyways. <laughs> I think your realtor's being very super conservative there. Okay. Anyway, you got a monthly payment of $3,100, which is tolerable on a three-quarters of a million-dollar house. And uh, it's a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. So it's the same thing. You've got to get on the telephone mm -hmm. and make the same call because you're not staying in this one because the payment's too high. You won't get any more out of the market than what their payment mm -hmm. is. So you see that? Mm -hmm. Does that yeah. make it easy for you to determine whether it's an ax or a sandwich? If the payment, if the payment is at pretty much the most that they're going to collect, and there, there's no equity in it, it's an easy decision, Rebecca. It's an act. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Your next one here. Uh, we're going down as we go. First mortgage balance. Uh, let's see. It's on what is that? Hecate. Yes. All right. Okay. First mortgage balance two hundred and eighty. Asking. Uh, three forty nine, and they think it's worth three forty nine, and you agree with them. In fact, a couple of your comps are even higher. Yes, yes they will lease purchase, and it is a three bedroom, two and a half bath, uh, fifteen hundred and thirty or so square feet. All right. Um, same thing. If they oh, they got a uh, well, they only got a thousand dollar month payment. That's it's not PICI. It? So. Okay, yeah, I see that. So I don't know what the taxes and insurance are, but honestly, in your stage of the game, I'd rather see you go out there and do an ax deal and get a check. This one is going to get you a check for somewhere between uh, ten and $25,000. Sounds good. That exact same approach, Rebecca. you got to mm -hmm. read my ax script. Make sure the seller knows your intent and get it under contract. Remember, you cannot start selling this house until you have it under contract, at least personally. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, your next one is on Porter's. Mm -hmm. Mortgage balance 400 The seller thinks it's worth, uh, what is that, 690 690 Mm-hmm. You think it's worth a little less, and they're asking six ninety. Yes, they will lease purchase. Payment is twenty eight hundred on a four hundred thousand dollar loan. Not too bad. Four bedroom, three and a half bath, and the seller was very easy to talk to. This is comments from our VA, and agreed right away to a lease purchase. No hesitation with the mortgage information. This printed out hard for me to read. Uh, however, the spouse is overseas, and the house is, and uh, he, he is, well, I don't know, something about Texas. The husband's in Texas, and the, the wife's overseas. Oh, I see. So the husband wants to sell the house to do what? Why are they, they have tenants that are moving out. Oh, there's tenants in this house. That's right. It does say that. 
All right, well, that's good. Okay, so you got a $2,800 payment on a $690,000 house. I suspect you can probably get that price down some, but honestly, I still don't think you ought to stay in it with a $2,800 payment. So uh, this is just another axe deal. So, so far, you're 100% axe. <laughs> Plus, you got absolutely no equity. They're going to get retail price. So this is uh -huh. an easy axe deal for you. Good. All right, your next to the last one is a $500,000 mortgage balance. Oh, wait a minute. This looks, well, is this a dupe? No. 779 uh, estimated value and 779 asking price and worth about that. Yes, they will at least purchase. At least you're picking on the right price range houses, girl. I commend you for that. <laughs> this is my favorite size target right here. And I tell you guys, all of you listening, these sellers on these size houses are easier to deal with than the sellers on the real cheap ones. And these these size houses produce much, much, much bigger paychecks. On this house right here, this $779,000 house, uh, for someone even remotely interested in leasing or buying that house, they're not going to be walking around broke. I mean, the minimum deposit, the minimum you're going to get out of this is twenty five grand, Rebecca. I, I, mean, I just wouldn't even consider any less than that, and that's... And that's for an assignment or a deposit if you were to stay in it. This mm -hmm. is a um, four-bedroom, uh, three-bath house, 2,500 square feet. So, you know, it's just a carbon copy of the last one. This is an axe deal. It's got a $3,400 payment on it. Mm -hmm. But that's not bad for a three-quarter million dollar house. It's actually a pretty easy sale from what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. So all of these, give them what they're asking if I can't get them down? You can try to get them down a little bit. If you can't, just write it up, girl. What do you care? Okay. If the market bites, it bites. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. You have nothing to lose. And besides, if somebody comes in and says, look, I'll take it, but I want to pay less, you go back to your seller and say, hey, they'll take it, but they want to pay less. There's no sense that okay. you really arguing about the price till you get a buyer in the loop. Mm-hmm. Okay, on your last one. Um... What is your last one? It's on uh, Ember. Ember. Ember Quartz. I don't see a mortgage. It's free and clear. Okay. And so did the seller say they would owner finance? Yes. All right. They did say that, didn't they? All right. Uh, we got a uh, $400,000 asking price and a, no, we got a three ninety-eight asking price. Is that right? Yes. And a four hundred thousand dollar ARV, according to them, and your uh, your comps are right there. Maybe even room for a little higher. And they said they would own or finance. It's a four bedroom, two and a half, twenty nine hundred square feet on an acre. So in this case, Rebecca, mm -hmm. you got to get them on the telephone and follow my free and clear script. And 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 the questions are. I uh, assume you will sell with nothing down, and what's the least you can take per month? Those are the two things you got to find out, and the answer to those two questions will determine whether you have a deal that you want to stay in or whether you have an axe deal that you're going to want to assign. Mm-hmm. Understand? Yes. All right. Have you been to my quick start school? Yes. How long ago? A uh, year. I think it's probably it's time for you to come back, don't you? 
Yeah, I'd love to. Well, you know, you can repeat if it's, if you're beyond your year. It only costs five hundred dollars to come back, and then and you can bring a guest with you. So might want to consider that. Gosh, you got so much money sitting here, girl. I know. You got one, two, three. What do you got? Six leads here. Yeah. And I promise you, if these were developed correctly, there's at least a hundred thousand dollars worth of cold hard cash here in my hand that should be in your hand within the next 30 to 45 days. That'd be awesome. Well, get some help till you can do this on your own. Any other questions for me? Uh, I think that's all for now. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, Madeline, who's next? Okay, our next one is Steve. Steve, please go ahead. Hello, Steve. Where are you from? Hey, Ron. I'm from uh, Bradenton, Florida. All right. What can I do for you tonight? Uh, just a couple quick questions. I went through your um, the seller financing um, online version uh-huh. and um, just had a couple questions on the whole Dodd-Frank thing. Can you help me with that? Certainly. Nobody better qualified. <laughs> I know that for sure. Uh, Steve, I'm more qualified on the Dodd-Frank Act than either Dodd or Frank. <laughs> you put they in a lot of time, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, just um, I'm a little bit uh, uh, confused about the whole um, balloon payment. If I'm if my number one objection or uh, object in getting um, seller financing is to get a low down payment and a uh, low monthly payment, um, as I can recall, did you say that it's still okay for a seller to? Uh, put a balloon in. Yes, or but, is that? I know but, you're not right, supposed. To. Here, but here's the problem. I'll buy with a balloon all day long because number one, the seller is exempt from selling their home anyway. Okay. Number number two, I'm the buyer. I'm the only one that could create a problem, and I'm certainly not going to. Right, I agree it's with that. Seller okay. is liable, not the buyer, if there's any liability. But number okay. three, the problem with buying with a balloon is my only got one exit strategy, and that is I got a lease option on my exit. Right. Because I don't want to sell it with a balloon, then I would be violating Dodd-Frank. That's true. And that leads me to my next question is how does the whole uh, option deposit on a lease purchase, uh, how does Dodd-Frank affect that? No, uh, um, nothing about lease options in Dodd-Frank. So nothing, nothing as far as when the seller, when the buyer goes to cash out with the seller and that money goes towards his purchase price, there's nothing wrong with that because no, the seller... No, there is not because they're not buying, they're not getting equity monthly so that it looks like an installment sale. Okay. And even if they were, so what if it were an installment sale? It's just one of the three that you can do per entity before you lose your exemption. It's not okay. a big deal. You just, if, Even if you are selling a house and giving them benefit of equity, just call it one of your three. Right, okay. Okay, yeah. That's kind of what I thought. I just wanted to double check, you know. Mm-hmm. I uh, had to get up and leave the leave the desk a few times uh, throughout that uh, course, so it was um, you know. Well, did you download the all. recording? What's that? Did you download the recording? Um, no. Uh, well, I know that um, they sent me that one the day that you had a uh, you had a bad uh, connection. I, I did get those, but no. Is there a recording well, no, somewhere? If you were, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you weren't on the webinar. You were at the three day event. I was at the three-day event, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I just did a webinar on it last week. I did and, and see I, that, yeah. I, I added agree. more Q&A. You can still get that recording of that webinar and the report that I wrote. Well, you got the report if you were at the event. I did get the report, yeah. 
Okay. Can I ask you one more quick question? Sure. Perplexing me. I um, I am a uh, I do have my real estate license. Um, I'm not an active realtor. I only got the license to be able to run comps and get on the MLS, etc. I have no desire really to be a realtor. Um, but I'm kind of I keep hearing different things of what I can and cannot do as a realtor. As far as like I think you said somewhere like yellow letter. I, I, am I supposed to disclose on a yellow letter that did I'm a you, realtor? Did you graduate out of real estate school? No, I, you know, I've... I've <laughs> you had to, or you wouldn't have got your license. Oh, I thought you were your real estate school. Yes, they, I did, yes. Didn't they, didn't they teach you in there that if you are a realtor, you're supposed to disclose when you're buying and selling? Well, that is that is true, but as, it's supposed to be at the point of a, a meaningful, meaningful relationship. Yeah, but any broker will tell you that when you're openly advertising, you should disclose that you're a realtor. So uh, if you're the... If it's your entity that's uh, sending out the yellow letters, you just put a little clip down at the bottom. Uh, P.S. I am a licensed realtor, but I'm not interested in listing your house, only only buying it. Okay. Yeah, as I, I just started a, a campaign. I've already done one, didn't realize that. Um, and I started another one and didn't realize that either. I, I'm, I should probably go in there and handwrite those in then. <laughs> uh, of course, you, you, you know that if uh, an entity that you don't control is the one mailing the yellow letters, then you don't have to disclose. Uh, what do you mean by that exactly? If an entity you don't control is the one mailing the yellow letters, you don't have to disclose. <laughs> well, my, I don't know. If, as all I'm entity, going, as far as I'm going on that, Steve, you figure that out. I got you. Okay. All right. Um, I guess that's it. No, I appreciate the time, Ron. Thank you. All right. Okay, Madeline, who's next? Okay, our next one is Sam Blair. Sam, please go ahead. Sam, where are you from, sir? Uh, Ron, I'm in uh, the villages here in Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah. I got a couple of questions for you, Ron. Uh, I'm in the midst of um, uh, buying a HUD property. Just got the authorization from HUD the other day, and when I submitted my purchase sale contract, I said it was a uh, cash deal, and um, and I have a private uh, lender lending me money. Uh-huh. Um, real quickly, the purchase price on the house with closing and everything is about 44, and then um, figured another 17 for rehab for a total loan of 61,000. Well, when I sent information to the title company today about uh, for my private lender, I wanted to, you know, give my promissory note and a mortgage. Um, they balked and said that HUD won't accept it because on the on the purchase and sale said it was a cash deal, which confuses the hell out of me because they're going to get their cash, but. Well, you, no, you got a you got a title company that don't get it is what you got. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you could close the loan, which you don't want. You don't want the purchase the HUD one from HUD to have anything to do with the loan anyway. But honestly, as far as I know, there's nothing wrong with that, as long as yeah. they're cash. Um, I mean, I've been you have well, to, I've been buying I've been buying houses from the banks this way and getting cash back at the table, no problem. But there's not. There's not a problem with HUD either. You would need to check with somebody else, and uh, that would probably fix your problem right there. You got well, a real estate attorney? Yeah, I do. Well, did you talk to him about it? Uh, he was out, yeah. It well, just happened today, so I thought I'd take advantage of you tonight. But uh, let me ask you another quickie on that one. If they, if I decide to stick with them and, and go ahead and, and uh, have my lender give me forty-four grand to close it, and then afterwards, a week later after that's recorded, would it make sense for me to take and uh, uh, have a mortgage made up for the 61 
you know, have them give me the other 17 and then make a mortgage up for the 61. I just feel like if I do that, I'm paying no. taxes and shit twice, right? No. Are you, is there any provisions in your contract that says you can't borrow money on the house? You mean in the contract from HUD, you mean? Yes. Um, not that I'm aware of. Well, there are some governmental entities that will sell you a house to say you can't borrow more than 120% of what you paid or some nonsense like that. So yeah. that's the first thing you better look for, see if there's any restrictions. If there isn't, they can't stop you from borrowing money. There's nothing to do about it. Yeah. So you're going to clear this up real quick by getting your attorney to handle it. All right. Which you Second should question anyway. I got is I've got a couple properties that I'm sandwich leasing. Yes. You know, and um, I have one of my properties just coming up now. I've had a tenant in there for 14 months. They gave me a $3,500 option fee, mm -hmm. and they've been paying their rent every month, and now it's time to exercise the option. And I use a mortgage broker to get an FHA loan, and he comes back to me today and says, and what I was doing was, um, you know, I'm buying it from the, uh, the the owner at 95 and selling it to the tenants at 175 and uh, so I was looking for a $9,000 assignment fee, and uh, the mortgage broker told me you can't do that anymore. Can't do what anymore? You can't uh, take an assignment fee on the HUD. <laughs> You're confusing me, man. What's, okay. HUD, what's HUD have to do with that one? I'm talking about the, the HUD one form. I'm sorry. The, uh, the, the FHA on the HUD form will not allow you... You know, you, you can take a realtor's commission, but you can't take an oh, assignment oh, fee. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, you can call it a second mortgage payoff. Say that again, a second mortgage yeah, payoff. call it a second mortgage payoff and create a name. What's your, what's your company's name? Uh, Nighthawk Properties. Uh, well, just call it, uh, just have them put it on the HUD one as a uh, second mortgage payoff, to or mortgage payoff to Nighthawk Properties. No, I'm talking about the lease op. The uh, so am I on your HUD one. Instead of calling an assignment fee, call it a mortgage payoff to Nighthawk Properties. All right, I got you. Okay. So you think my idea on the first one on the on the HUD one is just to get my attorney involved in it rather than uh, screwing around with this title company? Yep. Now, but again, your attorney's going to want to see your contract. Yeah, I've, I've got the contract. That's not right. from. And on the Hi, Ron. Deal, Thanks so much for your help. On, hey, on the deal you just mentioned, why are you trying to cash out of that thing with such a small spread in it, man? You're better off not cashing out. Well, my uh, I've actually got a three-year. My contract with the seller is three years. and uh, So what's your rush? Well, he's bugging me about cashing out. Tough. you got you a three-year contract. Yeah, I know. I know. But I um, cash out, you kill a golden goose, man, for almost no money. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll make twelve grand out of it altogether. But uh, anyway, you make more than that not cashing out, Steve. Sam, yeah. Or Sam, I'm sorry. You okay. Make more than that not cashing out. Yeah, uh, I understand that. But uh, okay. What's your monthly spread on it right now? Right now, it's only two fifty. Only two fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's. I have some money. other ones that are much better. You know, five six hundred dollars a month. Nice. Nice. But uh, this one's on the low end, and uh, but I mean it's nice to get that every month. Well, you call your attorney, you, he'll get you out of that one. And this is how you learn this stuff. You learn it by doing it. All these little nuances that come up, you couldn't go to enough seminars to handle them all. Yeah. You just yeah. fix them as you go. And by the way, you probably already learned. Don't believe anything anybody tells you there. 
that title company don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Appreciate okay. it, Ron. Thank you All so right. much. Madeline, who's next? Okay, our next one is Alan Ballman. Alan, please Alan, go Alan, how are you, sir? I'm doing real well, Mr. Ron. You doing okay, Florida, young man? I'm doing good. Ocala, Florida, for all of our listeners. Let's start with uh, 53rd Court, okay? We've got two of them here for Alan. Ready? You got it. Okay. Here. Asking price 200000 Loan balance seventy five with a four hundred and fifty five dollar payment, but it's not P I T I. And yes, they will lease purchase. Your comps, however, that's questionable. Uh, it's questionable. They were wishing that they wanted it bought out, but I got them in to say that there's a possibility on the. Well, I see uh, at the bottom. She, she wants to be cashed out, but she did say. Uh, take over payments and buy her out on the rest. Yeah, well, yes, I'm sure she would say that. Be but nice. um, there's still a possibility of uh, doing something with it, especially with the market the way it is. All right. Well, listen to me, sir. Uh, quit talking about the possibilities and point blank ask the lady, uh, will you lease purchase? Because I cannot cash you out. Get it to a conclusion. Okay. Did you talk to her? Yes, sir. Well, then you should have handled that on the original call. Understand this. We cannot do deals with half the facts floating around in la-la land somewhere out in space and guess at what they will and won't do. Point blank, ask them. I cannot cash you out. Should we talk about other ways I can buy your house? If the answer is no, you got your answer. If the answer is yes, but it looks like I can at least purchase it. Uh, once I can, we can agree upon a price uh, and a monthly payment, uh, you know, I can get you out of the house quickly and take over all the responsibility for your repairs. So does that sound of interest? The answer is no. Get the heck away from it and get it done. Thank you. All right. The next one is on 18th Street, free and clear. And it says, no, they will not own or finance, but you didn't answer the question of whether they would lease purchase or not. Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. The asking price, not sure. Uh, seller thinks it's worth the tax value of 79 You think it's worth 100 give or take. Okay. All right. Um, don't ever get off the phone, Alan, when a seller will not give you the price they want to pay. Okay. Unless you and I play that. We're going to do a little skit here. By the way, guys, this house is vacant, and it's a three-bedroom, two-bath with 1,700 square feet in it. And it says, yes, it needs repairs, Alan, but it doesn't give me any idea what that means. Is that a little bit of repairs, a lot of repairs, or what? It's, it's about uh, seven to 10000 on the outside. And on the, we haven't been able to get in the inside. She's supposed to be available tomorrow to be able to look inside. And you drove by this house? I, I walked around it, yes, sir. You drove by this house, and you didn't even know what the asking price was, much less whether you got any chance of doing a deal here. Was that what yes. I taught you to do? Because it was a couple blocks from the house. Well, oh, you live a couple blocks from it? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I'll forgive you then. All right. 
Okay, well, if you think the R was worth about 95, but it needs a bunch of work like that, you know, she's way off on I mean, she's got to get her price, but it better be way off of that R. And if she said well, tax value is 79, that's probably what she thinks the house is worth. So you probably got some good negotiating room to get her way down from there. What I'm going after is about 50000 Okay. Uh, are you going after it with owner financing, I assume? Yes, sir. Well, then you should not be naming the price, Alan. Here's, here's your pitch. Uh, her name is Teresa. Teresa, listen, the tax value on the thing is only about seventy nine. Uh, i I'm looking at it. It easily needs fifteen to $20,000 worth of work. So you tell me, what is the absolute least you can take for this house? Let her give you an answer, Alan. Don't name the number first. Let her give you an answer. If she comes back at about 50, then you should come back with, well, gosh, that's kind of more than I would expect to pay given the condition. What's the least you can take? And then you get that down to the bottom. And then once you got that down to the bottom, then you say, okay, you said you would owner finance it. I assume you will do it with nothing down, correct? And, and then, of course, if she says yes, shut up and then go to the payment. Uh, what's the least payment you could take per month? If she says no, then, well, come on. You mean you got to have a down payment with all that work it needs? So you getting the point? Gotcha. Work the deal. Shut your mouth. Do not name the price. Let the seller name the price first. And you might turn this into a nice little deal. The, 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 I'm telling you, the, the, the part I like about the deal the most is the, um, is the terms, not the price. Because it needs so much work, you got an absolute license to go in there and get some really, really, really good terms. And I probably wouldn't agree to pay more than about 300 a month on this house, Alan. Okay. Now, think about that. You get it under contract for 50000 with nothing down, $300 a month. Put it right back out there for about seventy nine nine as is with $10,000 down at about eight fifty a month without laying a finger on it. By the way, let me tell you what one we just bought and sold last week. In fact, it's a good example because it's right there where you're at. Uh, well, close anyway. Uh, townhouse, south side of town. Uh, bought it for $16,000, all cash. All cash on this one, not on yours, but all cash. Sold it three days later for 46000 with $9,000 down, as is where is, $1,000 a month for the next four years. So it's true I did have to come up with a difference between the 9000 and the 20000 so I got 11000 in it. Uh, gosh, I'll have that back uh, in about, uh, what, 11 months. Yeah. <laughs> and then from the rest, it's all profit. So these little deals where you get in and out like this, are sweet as long as you don't get hung up with the repairs in the middle, and you got a really, really good opportunity to get one of them right there. So turn it into a good deal by getting great terms, and don't get so hung up on the price. Okay. All right. Sounds smart. Okay. Done. Done. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Madeline. Did you run across okay. Mike Murray yet? Yes, I did, and here he is. Okay. Mike, please go ahead. Mikey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Ron? I'm good. You are in where? Illinois? <laughs> well, my, my, my lead sheets are in Illinois. I am in California. Oh, okay. Well, how's, why is that? Uh, well, I, I have feet in the ground over there. I am from the Chicago area, and I've got a sister who's uh, helping me out over there. All right. Well, is your sister going to do all this work then? 
Oh yeah. Is your sister? She's on? already been. Uh, she was with me at uh, Quick Start there in Chicago last uh, October. All right, cool. Is she on the call? No, she's not. She's she's working. All right, well, let's <laughs> take your first pile. Then you got one on Douglas. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, this is. Uh, I, I just wanted to see. Uh, I run run the scenario by you and make sure I'm on the right path here. Uh, the, the hang up with this one is the guy when we first spoke on the phone he uh, he wants to buy an acre of land and needs 20,000 down and uh, you and I both know it's uh, going to be really hard to find something in the marketplace somebody's going to put 20 grand down on a $120,000 house uh, but what I told him was uh, let me uh, put it under a lease purchase contract and let's see what I can find for you and, uh, and we'll talk after the fact and uh, he seems agreeable to that. The payment looks good. Um, well, let's tell our listeners. He's got a $120,000 asking price, and that's about what it's worth. But he only owes 47, right? That's correct. Well, you know, you can ask him if he wants to go refinance and, and keep the cash. And then you take uh, that's it. true. That'll get him his cash. I hadn't even thought about that, but you're right. Way, that's the only way he's going to get 20 grand, sir. Refinance, get twenty grand. Yeah, he can go refinance it for as much as he can finance it for. Like, and then, and then I can take over after the fact. Exactly, he ain't gonna get more than eighty percent of the current market value anyway, and he's gonna get a good low interest rate. So, so be it. Right. Honestly, if he if he's got to have a bunch of cash, that's the only way you can do it. Right. So now, okay. if it turns out he doesn't have to have a bunch of cash, oh man, it's a two bedroom, one bath. Nine. Yeah, it's a, it's a small, small, I'll small place. I'll tell you right now, I'd, I'd, I'd tread carefully. Two bedroom, one bath, 900 square foot house ain't going to be that easy to liquidate. Yeah. So um, if he doesn't want to refinance, honestly, I'd walk away from that one. Yeah, that was uh, was the other thing I was thinking about. You might see my, I have a note in the upper left, and uh, during our early conversations a week or so ago, he uh, did say he may be willing to wait on the the money, so uh, that's that's what kept me going on this whole thing. Because it, it, if he didn't get money eventually, he wasn't going to do the deal at all. So that's uh, I like the refinance idea. Right. I think that would run out of time here. So let's go to deployment. Okay. This one I like better. You got a two hundred eight thousand dollar first, and an yeah. asking price of two ninety nine, and an ARV. Uh, it's right around 300k. It's right around what he's asking for. $1,641 payment, PITI, and um, no, he will not owner finance. Wrong question, anyway. Yeah, it, it was originally came in as free and clear, and then uh, found out after a first conversation he lied. So, okay. So will he at least purchase? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, I just realized that, yeah, there was no yes on there, but yeah, he. Uh, we're talking about doing a lease purchase. So now he's got. It looks to me like it's strictly an axe deal, but go ahead. Um, sixteen forty-one payment, four hundred, three hundred thousand dollar value. I don't know. You could probably crank three hundred so out of it a month, but you wouldn't get any more than that. But since he's asking retail price for it, yeah, I'd say it's an axe. So you know what to yeah. do with it then, huh? Yeah, I believe so. I just wanted confirmation. All right, uh, Jackson Street. Uh, first of one ten, and, and 
value of 140 according to the seller. You are about agreed with that, but the seller's asking one, what is that, 112? 112. That's actually his mortgage. He said he'll uh, sell it to me for what he owes on it. Well, this one's easy, man. <laughs> Go get the deed. And it's only got yeah. an $800 payment on it, 1,000 PITI, right? Uh, yeah, and I, I bet we've had uh, after our initial call, we had some emails going back and forth, and he went and went and had that discussion with his bank. Uh, dog on it, and uh, uh, he uh, he sounds like he will not be willing to do uh, do a subject two deal, and so it turns into more of a. All right. Uh, well, listen. Now I read down here. It needs thirty thousand repairs anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I talked to him about that. I think he's uh, overestimating. I asked him to rattle off what needs fixing, and uh, right. honestly, there wasn't anything. This is easy, Mike. That, uh, yeah. Go lease option it for his loan balance, period. Then he won't worry about the bank, and then put it right back out there on the work for equity and get all work your for out of a buyer. That's it. Got it. That's, uh, that's where I was headed. You'd probably get ten grand out of it. And don't right. you know if he, this guy's going to get too crappy on you now? I'd just abandon him. Uh, if he yeah. thinks he's going to get any money, wrong. Uh, right. I don't think he's looking for any money. I, right. I, well, I'm okay with the lease purchase deal, but I am not okay with him getting any money. And um, I think I don't think you have any problem getting rid of it, as long as it's livable. Is it? Right. Yeah. 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 It's a brick with a two-car garage, three-car garage. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's, it's an older house, but it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's a 100-year-old house, but uh, it, it's in fair shape. It's probably got some wear and tear, but not much more than that. Well, okay. It's a $10,000 bill for you. Yeah. Nothing to lose. Right. All right. Uh, you got one here on First Street, $49,000 yeah. first payment about. 700 PITI. Mm -hmm. He's only asking 50, and you think it's worth what? Um, 60. Really? That's well, 57, 60. Yeah, I, um, I have not visited this house yet. This one is the one I, we just spoke for the first time uh, over the weekend, and uh, this is a, a older lady who had called her bank and said she was considering walking away. She didn't want to deal with it anymore and just let them take it away. And the bank said, don't do that. And so she put an ad out, I guess, on Zillow. And, and, and I called her, and uh, I'm going right. to try and rescue her. This is an exact duplicate of the previous one. Yeah. It needs work, but she'll sell it for what she owes. So here's, oh, in fact, you know, come to think about it, on that last one. Well, no, forget the last one. On this one, she'll probably sell it subject to, right? Yes. Yeah, she will. Put it under contract to buy it subject to, Mike, and that makes it easier for you to sell it as is subject to. Put it under, what did you say, put it under contract? Put it under contract to, to buy it for the loan balance subject to. Right. Now when you sell it, you don't, have to, you don't find the lease option tenant buyer. Just find the buyer and let the seller deed it directly to the buyer, and you take a consulting fee. Right. Okay. And and um, even on that little cheap house, probably only worth. Well, I don't know. I I, I dispute your value, your ARV. I think your ARV is poisoned by bank-owned uh, sales in that area because it's a three-bedroom, one-bath, thirteen hundred thirty-four house, and I'm having a little trouble believing it's only worth uh, fifty grand. 
unless it's in a uh, it, it, it could be, and I think it uh, I think it actually rents for more. She says she's renting it right now for uh, six fifty, and and uh, I think it could rent for more than that. The truth is, it, you know, maybe one of them time wasters. But if you want to mess with it, that's the only one thing you want to do. Right. Okay. Now this last one is your residence. Do you wish to discuss yeah. this on this call? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I was just uh, seeking your opinion on this because uh, I've been thinking about this for a long time as well. Let, my wife and I are talking about uh, moving, and I said, "Well, if we move, I'm certainly not going to, uh, you know, do anything silly with the house since it's underwater." But uh, at the same time, I've in a number of the uh, the teachings that you've had, we've we, I know you've talked about uh, when you sell, you can sell it under lease purchase and try and uh, do some uh, a short sale on the second and get it reduced significantly because right. it's a let's big good our, deal otherwise. Let's give our listeners the numbers so they're not in the fog. Okay. All right. Okay. We got a uh, value here of three hundred thirty-five thousand, but we got a loan of two sixty-two on a first and one sixty on a second. So mm -hmm. we have it financed for four twenty-two, and it's worth three thirty-five. Correct. That's correct. All right. And we've got a 18, 16, 20, 28, $2,900 a month payment on it, P-I-T-I. -I. Correct. All right. And it is a 3, 3, uh, 1,250 square feet? Yep. Better better be in a good area. No, we're in a good area. Yeah, it, it's, a uh, and don't, it's a condo association of another 220 on top of that. Yeah. All right. Well, your only goal game here is to at least purchase it out. Because that is your only exit strategy, and, right? And and frankly, I wouldn't even think about moving until you did that, because you have, you got a pretty high payment here, had association dues on top, and you better be in a very desirable market, or you might have a little trouble liquidating this thing, and not yeah. because of the value, because of the payment and the association dues. Right. Now, um, you can do exactly. You can use the addendum right out of my course that when they get ready to cash out, you will participate in a short sale. And as you said on your letter, that you can't guarantee them that the bank will cooperate, but you'll do your part. Right. Um, and uh, frankly, the, you give the buyer, anybody who wants to come in and give you a little money, you'll give them as long a term lease as they want because it's going to take a while for it to catch up anyway. And mm -hmm. so this is going to be one of them big chains around your neck. For a lot mm -hmm. of years, unless you're lucky enough to find somebody that can cash out and go ahead and do the short sale. Yeah, and like I said, we're we're not in any hurry to get out, but I thought we'd start talking about it now yep. and uh, put the feelers out. And if something happens, great. If not, how long will it take you to move? Uh, <laughs> a weekend, probably. <laughs> well, then I would go ahead and put it on the market. What do you got to lose? You find a yeah. good person that wants to come in and give you some money. Yeah, you know, give me two weeks and I'm out of here. Right. So there you go. Sounds good. All right. And uh, All right, bro. now there is one other choice there, Alan or Mike. Mm hmm And if you want to do it, and if just so you'll know, uh, offering this back to the bank uh, with a deed in lieu of foreclosure will cost you no more points on your credit than a short sale will. Uh-huh. All right. Well, what would the uh, the second do? Did they would they even care? Um, you'll have to offer it to the second, and oh. they may not take it. 
But, you know, the good news is you've got a $160,000 second on there. That's a lot of mortgage to discount. So I'd, yeah. you know, they're probably not going to do it until, well, let me see. you got a 232. Is that, oh, that's 262 first. And the ARV is three, first. The ARV is a three, 335. 335. Yeah, so if you got rid of that second 262, yeah, you've got a little room to play there. Um, yeah. You know what? There's another way. If I were you, I'd go find a buyer, if you could, to cash you out at whatever the retail price is, and then mm -hmm. take that to the second mortgage holder and say, i got a buyer. Either you're going to take what's left here, or you're going to get nothing because I'm going to walk. In other words, short sale a second. Right. That was my original idea, yeah. Well, what do you got to lose? You don't seem to care whether you move or not. No. Put it for on sure. the market and see if you can find a cash buyer for it. But you've got to determine what the real market value is right now, and you might even just get it appraised. To, to be honest with you, yeah. it don't matter to you much. It's the second that's going to take the hit, not you. Correct. So plan one, get it appraised. Plan two, put it on the market for that amount. Have the appraisal in your hand. When you get a buyer, go to the second mortgage holder and point out the facts of life to them. Right. <laughs> Well, Sounds that, good. That gets you out of it and gets the chain off around your neck. Right. Excellent. All right. All right. Thanks very much, Ron. You're welcome, sir. Madeline, who else do we have? Okay. And the next one is Bill. Bill, please go ahead. Bill, where are you from? Hi, Bill. This is Bill Sopchuk, Ron, from Ponte Vedra Beach, right, oh, right in your neighborhood. Right down the street. Okay. That's, that's right. And this first lead that I, I tried to fax these in, but... I kept getting busy signals of about five tries this afternoon, so uh, I'll have to read these off to you. Uh, the first one's in your neck of the woods. It's on Mandarin Road, uh, and it's really kind of fishy because it says on Zillow that uh, it last sold for 205 in December of 2012. This guy's now asking 650 for it. It's a five-bedroom, four-bath, 4,330 square feet. On 1.28 acres, right on St. John's River. Oh, so it river. sounds like it's on the river. It sounds like it's better that his number is a lot closer than. Uh, oh, no doubt. Yeah, I mean it's it's got to be worth um, all of that. Zillow says it's only 451, but I think they're probably low because they don't understand the or, the area. Or their comp is not on the water. Well, that could be too. Uh, this guy owns it free and clear, and he's willing to uh, take payments for his equity right. but he did cop he did say that uh, uh, he's not broke so he'll not accept a low ball offer the house is free and clear but he's open to monthly payments if uh, for his equity depending on the terms well so where got, do I where do I go with this you got to get some more um, reliable comps okay and uh, frankly you got to get out of him what he has in mind for a down payment and a monthly payment before you go any further Okay. You know, if he's one of these guys that wants twenty percent down, you're out of this deal. Right. Even for an axe deal, you're out of the deal. I mean, it almost sounds to me like if he bought, if he's the one that bought it in two thousand twelve for two hundred five, it sounds like he might have rehabbed it. It might have uh, been a junker. Or that, or he bought it out of foreclosure, or many other million things that could be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I need to know uh, minimum down and minimum monthly. Yes. Okay. And, and then do a little bit more homework on the value. Yeah, got it. And if you're okay. In, you're, you know, you're in Ponte Vedra. Um, it's worth for you to drive up here and take a look at it. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Once you get some good facts. 
All right. I'll give them a call tomorrow on that one. Um, uh, also asking about repairs now. He says no repairs, and from what I can tell from looking at Zillow, the pictures are, he's got 30 pictures up there. It's a beautiful house. I mean, it's, it's just gorgeous. All right. Well, doesn't, doesn't, look, doesn't look like it needs any, anything. It's got all new sod in the yard. Perfect. It's got new, new landscaping. The thing's picture perfect. All right. I love so. it. Okay, the next one I'm thinking is probably a subject too, but I, my VA forgot to ask a very important question and that is whether or not he'll take what uh, the loan balance is. Uh, this one is in Jacksonville. Uh, asking price is 330. It's a four-bedroom, three-bath, uh, 2,800 square foot, 2,872 square foot on two acres. Uh, owes 317 with a monthly payment PITI of 1911. And so he owes. I uh, didn't. I got. Didn't do comps. My mistake. Uh, I have Where's to do some at? comps on it. Well, he's asking. He's asking. Uh, it's on VC Johnson Road, that? which I think is. I think that's northeast, uh, northwest quadrant, isn't it? I don't know. I think that's up off. It's up off of um, uh, two ninety five. It's not far from two ninety five in the northwest quadrant. I think it's off of Lim Turner, north of two ninety five. That's and, correct. And I don't know, man. That's not a great area. Well, there's a bunch of new houses up there, but that's an awful high price for that area. I don't know. Okay. But if, if he'll take over the debt, if he says he'll sell for what he owes, then you just got to find out what it's worth. Okay. He did say that uh, uh, he would accept, uh, he, he would do a lease purchase also. All right. Well, the thing to do is put it under contract. Go see what the market will bring you. Yeah. Okay. Because you're not going to close on it. Okay. I can tell you right now, you don't want to buy it, even if he'll give it to you subject to, because of the payment. And I know it's got to be maxed out on value. Yeah, I'm pretty, I think you're probably right. Okay, so comps are the I got first thing I got to do. Doesn't stop me an axe deal, though. Okay. That's really the only exit I have on this one, right, is an axe? Yeah. Okay. All right, very good on that one. I got one left here, and I don't have the mortgage information, which might make it not worth talking about. Then we got this is down to discuss. Well, I know the asking price three twenty nine nine, and the person said that it's it's got a lot of mortgage balance on the property. So um, get the loan balance, and you should have had the answer before you got off telephone. Okay. Well, my VA called this one. I didn't talk to this one, so. But I'm I'm, I'm thick. I'm thinking it's going to be an axe deal anyway because there's probably no equity in it. And uh, But I, I need to find out payment Call information. Them, Call them. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. All right, Ron. Thank you. That's all I had. Okay. Madeline, Appreciate have, it. We got anybody else hanging loose? Okay, we have Greg. Greg, right, please Greg, go where ahead. Where are you from? Uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Ron. All right. How's the weather up there today? Oh, it's better than it was a week ago. So that means you're all the way up to 20 below? Uh, yeah, a little bit warmer than that, but not much. All right, what can I uh, do for you? Two questions. Um, are you going to run the seller financing webinar again? Uh, that wasn't a webinar, sir. That was a live stream feed. Oh, okay. Okay. You mean um, the day deal? Uh, the Dodd-Frank deal. Oh, the Dodd-Frank. Oh, that's different. That wasn't seller financing webinar. Okay. Um no, but you can order a uh, a copy of the recording and the report. For okay. the for just uh, fact, didn't you get an email on it? Uh, I may have. I haven't uh, 
I've been away from home for a while, so I haven't checked my email. Well, go, um, go call, email the office back and uh, tell them you want that. It's still the same ninety-nine bucks. You get the report and the download uh, of it, and if you want a, a DVD of it, it's uh, thirty-eight bucks more, I think. Okay. And my last question is: Are these uh, monthly Q and A calls recorded at all? No. Okay. All right. I usually record them myself, but I just wondered if uh, they were recorded. And you know what? I don't even know, to be honest with you. If if they are, they're probably on the Gold Club site, but I don't believe they're being posted up there. I'm not thousand okay. percent sure, but I don't think so. Yeah, that was my question. If they were put on the Gold Club, I should Club check, shouldn't there. I? I? Ought to be more careful what I say, huh? Okay. All right, Ron. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Madeline, anybody else hanging? Okay. Currently, there's no one in the queue. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of tonight's call. Pretty much right on time. Appreciate you guys all hanging in there tonight. Um, see you this uh, next month on the um, first uh, Monday of the month at the same, or second Monday of the month, sorry, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. Again, if you're not a Gold Club member, go get to be one, ronsgoldclub.com. And um, go out and do some deals. And thank you very much, Madeline, for helping us tonight. Good night, everybody. <laughs>